Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Underhood Show presented by Mel Holland Ford. My name is Phil Nightingale. Josh, morning, Josh. Good morning. Kind of missed you last week. Yeah, you we kind of missed uh, me too. Didn't yeah, you? I we, bet you did too. I think it's been a couple weeks since yeah, we been a couple weeks uh, since you and I've been since, together. since we got together. But that's okay. <laughs> Anyway, hey everybody, it's a call-in show, 316-462-3673, anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, whatever it might be, anything in the automobile world. Hey, you want to talk about this, I don't know, I'm going to call it the stupid strike. Well, we can talk yeah. about that, too. For each and every caller calling in, you get a great price package, about over 130 bucks. And I don't know any show in the world you can call in and get that kind of a deal from that part. So, uh, as always, Josh, what's in that package for each and every caller and anything in the automobile world? We don't care what it is. What's in there, Josh? So we're going to mail it out to you, but it's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. We use Motocraft oil and filter products here at Mill Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're performing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components. Uh, you'll also receive $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products uh, package, which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil. And then CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. All right, 316-462-3673. That number comes right into the front desk. Tell the ladies up there that you want to get patched into the podcast with your question. And again, anything in the automobile world, anything that's going on, you want to talk about this stupid track, we can get our comments and everything going on about that. I'd love to hear your comments and stuff too. Morning, Delbert. Morning, Jeff. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. But, uh, uh, you know, Josh, this strike is, uh, I haven't followed it 100% like I probably should have with everything else going on here at the store and everything else too. But, uh I think it's pretty crazy. It is. You know, it is crazy. Um, I just, uh, I'm pretty opinionated on, on, I guess, what side of that is. And I don't know, maybe, uh, uh, maybe to the listeners, how about just a union in general, not necessarily even a strike, but has anybody worked for a union or kind of the benefit side of being as part of a union or, if if you have an opinion one way or the other, whether, you know, a, a union is a good thing or not, I, th- I think that's even a, a topic of discussion. You know, I think there's, there's pros and cons to everything, just, just like everything else, you know, there's, there's pros and cons for, for, for just about everything out there. Um, but uh, it's, it seems very crazy to me that we're, we're, where we're at right now, you know? Okay, I'm gonna. I, I agree with you, Josh. And uh, morning, Derek. Thanks for j- joining in and stuff too. So, uh, I do too. It's it's kind of, uh, you know, uh, again, you hear the media again. What's the media telling yeah. you the truth? What are you, what's been man- manipulated? All that kind of stuff too. But a forty percent pay increase. I mean, who in the world wouldn't want a forty? Well, yeah, pay everybody increase? out there would. Okay, so it's kind of like you know the different things you hear back and forth and all that kind of stuff. Forty percent pay increase. What do you think that really does? All that's going to do is take these n- manufacturers. Yeah, they, they okay, got to increase the cost of the product. Cost of the product. Does everybody not realize that that the cost of the product is going to have to go up? And all we do is get around and complain how expensive things are today. But we want to be paid that. And you know, the couple of things out there. You know, my opinion. Again, opinions are you know a lot from that standpoint. I think years ago. The unions made a major role in taking care of the employees and all that kind of stuff, too. But, you know, I heard a number the other day that how much money the union makes off these employees, off these, off their people. 
and they want to talk about how much the the executives are making the big decisions, the right decisions or wrong decisions on what happens to happen to these corporations, and they want these skilled workers to get paid like these executives. That's not how the whole world works. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, but I don't think the union today is as new as 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 crucial as it was years ago. Uh, I think our, uh, us as employers know how well we need to take care of our employees and when we want to take care of our employees, give them the benefits and give them the things they need to have from that standpoint. But a 40% pay increase, let's get realistic, yeah. okay? And they offer a 21% pay increase and, and that the head of the union just throws it in a trash can? From I, 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 Where's the professionalism here? Yeah, And he wants to talk about when he's negotiating with one of the executives that are – sitting in his second home or wherever. He did that. He earned that money for making the right decision to make the company the right kind of money. If the company doesn't make money, how do you pay these? How do you pay your skilled workers? Yeah. I just don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I mean, I, that is, uh, I don't know. I think that's a lot of the principles that, you know, America was built on is that you could go to work and work and, you know, advance yourself by learning new things and growing, you know, within within your career. I mean, uh, if you want to make those big dollars like the executive is, go to school, do what you got to yeah, do, do, get do to something different. Do something different in your job. Don't expect to sit there and set on an assembly line and continue make, to grow. Yeah. And continue to grow the situation. So, uh, I don't know. So let's get the phones ringing. Let's get the comments going. Unions, tell me about what you're thinking. Tell me what you tell me your thoughts and, and everything on the, uh, uh, what's happened on the strike. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your opinions. And again, no one don't get mad about anybody. What everybody yeah. has to say, this is an opinion. A to deal. Let's talk about it. Let's let's hear each other's side. I've learned over my years of managing people and all that kind of stuff. Get all the facts. Get both sides of the story. Don't just get the one side you hear. Get them all, and then then kind of dive into that a little bit and see what's what's really true and what's not. Yeah, there's do a, I think the workers need a raise? I understand that everybody from that standpoint, but not forty percent. Well, and the cost of living clearly over the last couple of years is has gone up. You know, pretty substantially uh, for sure. Um, yeah, and. and you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, and I think the other side of this coin is you uh, talked about it just a little bit, but the media being involved, you know, you really only hear what 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 information you're given, you know, uh, from the media side of things, and that I think sometimes can murky the waters or muddy it one way or the other, uh, just because they're only going to let you hear what what they want you to hear, you know? So, well, and, and how much can you believe and how much you yeah. don't believe and how much have they changed the story a little bit or changed a few words around or exists happened to us here at the store yeah. with the media, yeah. uh, from that part. And it's why the, what is true. And, you know, Josh, we sat in the manager meeting on Tuesday, talked about the strike and everything else like that. And you hear what you hear from the media, but is that true? Is that a hundred percent true? What's really happening and stuff. Uh, from that part, or are they putting more in the story to get them to watch your new, to watch their news channel, Instead of what's really factual, I want to know the facts. I want to know what's happening from that part. So, I hope we're close to an end of this thing. I hope the closer we're getting, that the the union and the manufacturers can come together. Uh, but again, I heard that Jet, uh, GM and Stellantis they're going to go in and and uh, shut down their parts. Yeah, uh, Ford hasn't that hasn't happened to Ford yet. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for those guys that are not getting their parts at their dealerships to take care of their customers. And that's the next thing. Well, that's a, yeah, you're all you're doing uh, in doing that is you, now you're pissing off your customer base that you already have too. So now yes. you, you, you know, you're already preventing somebody from getting their new product that they've already wanted, which is, yeah, which is what is putting money in your pocket when you are working and part of the union, 
you know, uh, well, it, it, they're not hurting Ford. I mean, they are hurting Ford, but they're, they're really hurting, they're, they're, they're hurting they're, you they're as hurting a consumer. consumer. If you've got a car that's broke down and you need to get to work to earn your living, you can't now because yeah. you can't get the part. And then, uh, I don't know, just every fiber in my being on the customer service side of things, like it just counterdicts what you would be working for as a long-term goal. You know, you're, yep. you're worried about today and right now and, and, and the here and now, but what about, what about tomorrow? You know, you go piss all those people off and they've, they have to come up with other solutions to their problems. Like they, they're not going to sit around and just wait for, you know, wait for resolution on this deal. They'll go somewhere else. They'll go to a different manufacturer. They'll buy another vehicle. They'll, you know, they'll, yeah. it, it, it's, I, I get it. All right. We need some opinions. 316-462-3673. What do you think about the strike? What's happened? What's going on? Your opinion? Not going to get mad at you for anything you have to say. Sure. We'd love to hear from you. And again, everybody's got a different idea, a different angle to look at and all that kind of stuff, too. We're just basically telling you what we think, what we feel and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, that, that is the, the sad part. The parts, shutting down the parts side of that situation is killing the consumer worse than anybody, I think, really realizes what that's doing. We have had enough supply chain problems since yeah. COVID happened, and we're just now kind of getting back on the feet of getting the parts in, in a timely manner and all that kind of stuff, getting caught back up. And I can't believe how long it's taken to get caught back up, but that's what we're fighting. We're getting there, but now now they're going to shut it down. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, agree with that for sure. Okay, so Derek, when a when at five twenty five for a one bed shack BFE in Kansas is full crap. Used to pay six hundred for three nice bedroom rent before COVID cost me fifty extra tank of gas. Hey, you know, Derek, I agree with you. There's a lot of things that went up and cost more and all that kind of stuff, too. Uh, you know, the inflation has went crazy uh, with the with the situation of COVID. And, and well, here's, like what, here's what I'm going to say. right now, too, is another right. thing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's you know, get me started on that situation because what that's really done to help consumers really well yep. afford more things and stuff like that. Let's raise the interest rates so we can cut more jobs and cut more stuff on that. And that's my opinion. I got to start on that, too. But, you know, and, and Derek, I understand that. But. When we as consumers keep continuing to buy these manufacturers, I'm not just talking cars. I'm talking all the other things that went along with us that everybody paid over sticker for, paid mm-hmm. more money for, did whatever. Uh, I mean, that goes back to hand in hand. What's something worth? What something's worth is when two people agree to a price and the other person pays for it and off the door they go. Uh, but I don't like the fact that the inflation and where it's at. I don't like where the interest rates are at. I don't like this strike. It's not good for our economy. It's not good for everybody else. And these unions and the manufacturers need to get a happy medium agreement somewhere uh, from that part. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, and I mean, here's the other thing that I don't, what I would, what I don't understand is that if you're not happy with your job, that's part of being in the, in the U S and in America is that you have options. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want that job or don't want to do that job for that wage, go find something that you do want to do or, something that pays what you want to pay you know there's a there's a uh, cause and effect for everything i guess and you're right there is a cause and effect of everything um and uh you know it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander (laughs) and how how much do you want to pay what do you want to do uh from that part but i'm still the fact of if the job you've got you're not happy with it's your job to go find something bigger better or whatever from that part. And uh, if you want to sit around and complain, it's not going to get you anywhere either. And uh, from that part, but uh, 
I don't know. I just hope that these unions can get something put together pretty quick with the manufacturers, not just Ford. I'm talking about Stellantis and, and GM, GM. Uh, to put something together because we are you as, as we keep going through this day by day. It's costing, I don't want to say millions or whatever you want to pay. It's costing per day that this is happening. And uh, and I agree that American worker needs to stand on his two feet and fight for what he needs to fight for and that kind of thing, too. But in, I, my opinion is. Let's be realistic. Let's be fair. Let's be even on both sides. And, and, and that the, sort of thing, too. And the true impact is is the consumer at the end of the deal. And recognizing that, that, you know, it comes down to it comes down to your customer that you're that you're really hurting or you're really affecting uh long term. And that's that's the part that I guess that probably bothers me the most is that yeah eventually it's going to hurt ford in the pocketbook when they strike and and stuff like that but long term just what you're doing to the consumer at the end of the deal uh, yeah for sure i get it so anyway god i just hey got it back look at that fast on the draw there josh my our sign in the back went away but i got my mouse uh, here now. The got ftc rule says 15 <laughs> minutes it's got to go to sleep so guess what i got my mouse here to pick it up got, got it there ready to go chad good morning how you doing buddy and uh so we've got uh, some kind of exciting stuff that happened around here this uh, this last week. I don't know. Uh, we've got all these uh, new horses in the stable. We do. I, forgot, I kind of forgot about that, too. They're kind of leaving as fast as they come in, though, too. Yeah. The 24 Mustang is here. And, uh, yeah, let's get it out on the table here real quick. Everybody thinks it looks like a Camaro. No, it doesn't. Uh, come in and see it in person. The pictures don't do it justice. Everything else, that part, the tech inside that car is incredible. Yeah. Uh, from that part, that whole dash, I said this black one, like from the passenger side, all the way across to the driver's side is an LCD screen. LCD screen. Like in the settings you can do with it, the different years, they even got dash settings to go clear back to the Fox bodies. You could change the dash. Look like an old. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. I hadn't played with one or anything. In fact, just this morning is the first time I, I sat in that black one out there. And so yeah, it, it is a cool car. I seen the first one got totaled out too. Someone got a little crazy and oh, I can't tell if it no. wrapped around a tree or wrapped around a pole, but it is done toast out of here. I don't know where that was at or whatever, but, uh, lots of power, lots of fun. Everything else in that part, the exhaust modes are pretty cool too. There's three different exhaust modes on them. I mean, they've got the drifting brakes. They've got, I mean, there's all sorts of the line lock, the, I mean, just the, the tech that they're putting into those cars just for the performance side of things, I think is pretty intriguing. Well, what I tell you where I'm most excited about that car is this is, you know, it's a brand new car from ground up and the tech and everything that's in it and from that part. But I hate to guess, you know, we've seen the GTD, you know, the 300,000 mile, $300,000 car, but I've been told it's 400,000 time to get it equipped and stuff like that too. But just think about where that car is really going to go. And everybody's asking, Phil, when you get, when you get one, you know what, until they build one with more horsepower than my GT 500, I ain't getting one. Not, not I, can't, I can't, I can't do that. But do I think they're going to come out with something like that? That will have to be in my bubble. Yeah, I think so. I think it's coming and it's going to be interesting to see what they do do with that car. But if you haven't seen the 24, we got a couple sitting on the showroom floor. Uh, we got, uh, of course, the one, one of them I'm going to show from is an ordered unit sold and uh, leaving here shortly. The other, we've got a black GT and I think there's a, Black eco boost out there too, and then that go the gray one or uh, yeah the gray one this that's zero gray that's the one yeah it was ordered in for a customer, and uh, I believe it's leaving today I think but don't quote me on when it's actually leaving or whatever from that part so yeah here Jared just sent the picture I've seen that yeah, I've seen this one here. Jared I think maybe Jared Shivers just sent us a picture of the twenty four Mustang total out I'm thinking Josh what happened there 
Jared was driving <laughs> and didn't know how to drive the car and lost control. I think that's what happened. Uh, he couldn't handle the horsepower that it's got. He's not used to that horsepower that a Ford produces compared to the the Chevrolets that he's used to driving. And it got away from him. Well, there would have had to have been alcohol involved in that deal, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, and so anyway, there's the picture. I wish we could figure out a way to get it up on the deal, Josh, get but throw it up on the screen. So everybody can kind of see that. So we'll get to working on that here just a little bit, but uh, I do think that's what's going on. And Jared is one of our guys we've known for a long time. He worked with us in Hutch and uh, lives up in the old Northern side of Kansas now from that part. But uh He's a true diehard bow tie guy, which we used to be, but now we're kind of on both sides of the fence, and he kind of likes to rub it in a little bit. Okay, there it is. But, yeah, I do think that's what's happened. I think Jared wasn't used to the horsepower that that Mustang puts out, and it got – I don't. you can't tell if it got around a pole or it got around uh, that a tree. Hit a pole or, yeah, that hit a, a tree pole. or something. But uh, it does look like it uh, – Whatever it was, it didn't give. No. And there's some pictures of it inside. And, uh, and, and Jared says, no reason to go there. Jared, I'm just sorry that you can't handle the horsepower that Josh and I can now handle uh, that you're not used to. I get it uh, from that part. But uh, it is kind of crazy. How would you like to feel like that? The guy that bought, just bought that and did that. Facebook famous, baby. <laughs> Going viral. <laughs> Going viral. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Okay, Kelly, keep laughing about my shirts. That's going to be another thing right there. Hey, 316-462-3673. Hey, get on the phone here. Love to hear about your, your opinion on the strikes, uh, questions and whatever you, you're seeing or whatever out there in the media that everybody's putting out there. Want to talk about this 24 Mustang, anything in the automobile world. Let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. That number comes right in the front desk. Tell the girls you want to get past you into the podcast. We'll get you on the air here. Get you that great price package, about over 130 bucks, and make it happen. So the other thing uh, that we did here the other day was the ranger training. Did you happen to sit in on, on any of that? Well, I started to. Okay, yeah. that's the next thing we got to talk about. An old new ranger, ground yeah. up, brand new. Anyway, I started getting in the training and got pulled away and everything else too from that part. But uh, yeah, we do have the twenty four ranger. It was a lariat version mm-hmm. uh, that they had here, and it's bigger, it's longer, it's wider, more power, more torque. It's, everything's just totally different on that truck. And I do kind of like the idea. I mean, that Ranger came out with us and it had been used over over the water on different countries and stuff when they brought it Europe to us. And stuff, yeah. yeah. And now then this truck has been built by here in, in the States and it's getting shipped back over the other countries and stuff too uh, from that part. And I asked, you know, why it wasn't made just a little bit bigger or whatever. Well, he told me the reason it's the maximum it can be made to go over to some of the other countries because the maximum oh. is they allow on their roads, the widths and lengths and all that kind of stuff too, that they allow for that. But it's still, there's more leg room, more, more everything else inside that cab and stuff, but uh, got a new model coming, the Raptor and everybody's all excited about the Raptor and everything else like that. But I just don't know how many Ford's going to produce. Uh, they've, uh, we've gotten one so far. Uh, don't know how many more we're going to get. I can't get anybody to give me a commitment on how many they will give us or whatever. But uh, if you're looking for a mid-sized compact truck, uh, I think the level uh, field of plane has been changed. I mean, I think we've been very competitive with the Coma and the Nissan and, and the Chevy Colorado, but I don't think that's the fact anymore. I think it's a we've taken the next step above, and uh, the other manufacturers are going to have to go back and step up and try to catch up to it. Yeah, years ago, you know, I think Chevy did that with the Colorado and then they just kind of make the Colorado bigger and bigger and bigger. And then eventually I don't think there was a whole lot of difference between the Colorado size and the, of it, and the right. Silverado, you know? Um, and I, 
So I, I don't know, making that Ranger much bigger, I think you would kind of do the same thing with the F-150. Agreed. Um, and, and that market, you know, and then so for pickup wise, having the Maverick and then the Ranger and then the F-150, uh, you know, it's definitely a, a, a lineup there of, of available options for uh, the consumer for sure. Yeah. So a lot of new stuff here in the store to look at. I wish we had a, tw- a 24 Ranger here to show you. We don't. Any idea on they're in production as we speak. And uh, I need to go study that truck a little bit more to kind of get some more dates and things of that. I want coming uh, for that part. Uh, I tell you, the other thing that's crazy is they're going to start building some 24 super duties in October. Yeah. Okay. So again, the new super duty is, was come, you know, redone in 23. So excited to get some more 24s in here and stuff. I still got quite a few 23s coming, which is cool. Uh, hopefully by year end, those will be here uh, ready for people with their tax breaks and all that kind of stuff too. Uh, 24 F-150, all refreshed up and uh, some neat options and things on it. But they're not going to start building that truck until January. So I don't think we'll see any of those trucks until end of February, maybe March, before we'll see any of the 24 F-150s. Before you get it clear to buy on those. Yeah. The, uh, you know what, though, uh, as far as numbers of Rangers for F-150s? You know, I'm going to give you a close number. In normal production days, which we haven't seen for a while, it used to be around 800,000. Of F one fifties, they would make per year, and about two hundred thousand yeah. of Rangers, give or take, in there, kind of back and forth and all kinds of stuff. Of course, right now, until the strike gets over, the Ranger and the Bronco plant is yeah. what's shut down uh, up in Dearborn. I haven't, I heard, and I don't know if it's again you hear, but you don't know if it's true or not that the idle one of the uh, plants shifts in Kansas City, it's like like third shift or something like that, idled or whatever from that part. And well, that's true. And again, that's media telling me that Ford hasn't. Hasn't come out either. and said that, yeah, from that part. But I do think what I have heard is Ford is working better with the other than the other two with the with the union. That's why the R parts depots haven't been shut down yet, and why they're shutting down the GM ones and the Stellantis ones from that part. So, anyway, good old Delbert's on the line. Let's get Delbert passed in here. I bet you old Delbert's got an opinion on the stri- on, yeah, this, on the so union, too. the strike. You better bet that. I would, uh, yep, I would agree with that. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. Love to hear from you. 316-462-3673. And uh, love to hear your opinion on the strike or the new products from the Ranger, the 24 Mustang, the new 24 F-150. Lots of exciting things there, too. So uh, 316-462-3673. And there's Delbert. Delbert, how you doing this morning, buddy? Good. How are you all this morning? Perfect. Perfect. How's everything in your <laughs> world? Oh, you know, going really good so far this week. Everything's Sounding good in the vehicle, running good. Yeah, hoping that the flex plate doesn't ever give out again. But <laughs> yeah, I get that too. Since it's the same part number, it's going to. So <laughs> okay, so Deborah, we know you want to give us your opinion on this union strike. What's your opinion, or you have an opinion? Maybe well, you don't. I, I have opinions on unions. Yes, um, I was a union member with the with the machinist there in Wichita for many years, paying dues going on strikes way back in the nineties and eighties. Uh, but yeah, nobody really wins in a strike. That's the main thing here. Um, customers for sure in this case are definitely not going to win. Uh, they're going to end up paying more for a vehicle that's already priced almost out of existence for some people. So, um, 40%, boy, I'll tell you what, you know, I, I do work, I'll let everybody know I do work for the government, so I have a good job. I, I get I get paid. I'd love to get paid more as well, but you know, 
the only raises I get are colas, cost of living. So, uh, you know, I agree with getting cost of living when things go up, but here's the, here's the thing is we need to get prices to come down, not go up. How, how do we do that? That's the biggest question I've always had. Everybody wants to raise prices, raise wages, but nobody wants to figure out how to get the prices to come down, you know? Well, and I think you're right. And that's what's, just what's, not food, what's, but cost of goods and services as well. Yeah, and I guess that's my whole thing is we can complain about what we're paying for products and services and stuff like that too. But then when we want to raise our income or whatever for doing I'm a I don't want to take this negative at all, but for doing exactly the same job. If you're not getting paid for what you want to get paid at your job, I think you need to do what you got to do to improve yourself, get better uh better schooling, better training, whatever it is to try to get a move a, a movement in level of where you're at move up in the, in yeah. the commercial world yeah yeah there's okay. there's only so much Get it out there, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's only so much uh that a certain position can support you know before you're overpaying yeah. for that position and yeah. you got to do something wow. different you want to make more you got to do something different right one of the things about the 40 percent that was that was being asked is that's not going to be an instant, hey, we're getting 40% tomorrow when we get this contract signed. No, that's over time. Yeah. So over four years, four years. Really four years. To realize that. But that's still 40% is a lot. I think yeah. uh, the biggest we ever got was um, 12% with one of the contracts we got. And that was over a six year time frame. So yep. I'm just like, you know, it can't keep going up in wages just because you feel like their company's. Uh, making too much money. I mean, the company's got to make money. To the, the company's got to make money. That's right. what they're there for. Okay. And and, and I've been on the side with the, with the CEOs making too much money, and they do. They really do make too much money. Yes, they have to make the decisions, but um, one of the original Boeing presidents at the Wichita plant never made a million dollars until after Spirit Aerosystem came out. Okay. A lot of people didn't know that. He was he was paid, um, you know. He was getting he was getting good money. I won't disclose that payment, but he was getting pretty good money. And um, you know, he didn't ask for the raise, but that was part of the deal when Spirit purchased the Boeing plant. Was he got to stay on and and uh, train the new president? And that was like two years, and then he got a, a seat on the board. So he he, he made out like a bandit. Right. And did you know that that gentleman, uh, I know his name and I'm just not going to disclose it because I think he's passed by now. Yeah. But I get he that. was like, he was kind of like Ross Perot. He drove an older car. He, he, he didn't let his kids just have money. He made them work for it. You know, yep. he brought his kids up right. So that's yep. what a CEO should be doing. Not what these new CEOs are. Well, I've got a master's degree in some of so on in, in basket weaving, and I should make, you know, ten million dollars a year just to run this plant. Well, that's not the way it should work either. Uh, you know, and again, this, everybody in these bigger jobs need to understand that they they've got big decisions to make to keep the company making money. If they make the wrong decisions, the company could go broke, and then you're out of a job. And then exactly. the workers work, want all these guarantees. Well, you know what? Those CEOs and all the executives up there, there's no guarantees what they're going to get made. They made the right decisions at the right time. And there's no guarantee they're going to be on the job for a long period of time. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, from that part. So they, it's, they could be, it's kind of like a football player. They could be kicked out at any point. Yep. They don't have a guarantee. Well, you're going to be here for 20 years. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's, there's again, there's pros and cons. I, and I do believe that the guy in the trenches and all that kind of stuff needs to be paid correctly. Not doubting that a bit. I agree yeah. with the cost of living raises. I understand that too and, uh, from that and part. And I think that's one of the things that, and I'm just going to give you guys a shout out here. Mount Hamilton Ford does right. They, you know, Lisa is a great employer. She takes care of her employees when she can. I, I'm sure she's making good money, but she's also taking care of her employees. She's not just reaping the benefits. She's helping the employees. And that's what they need to do out there and, and help the people in the trenches. Just don't sit up there and collect all the money and say, I'm making all the big decisions. I deserve this. Yeah. So, Delbert, you uh, were part of a union for how many years? Um, from, let's see, well, really 30, 25 years with that company. 25 years. Uh, 17 with Boeing and then eight when Spirit took over. And this- uh, When Spirit took over, I was part of SPIA. Yeah. Um, at that point. And it's a right to work state, which is another thing people need to understand on some of these things. We don't know the situations out there in the plant world. I, I don't think Michigan is uh, a right to work state, but I think there's at least one plant in a right to work state, which all that means is they can fire you for any reason if they want to. Correct. And then yes, as an employee, try yeah. to give good reason, but you know, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so in all those years, you said you had been through a couple of different strikes. Is that correct? Yes. What was the longest? Like I said, nobody wins. Yeah. What was the longest, uh, longest time that you had had to go through that deal? Uh, gosh, it's, it's been so long ago. I really don't remember to be honest. Yeah. Um, the first one I think was the longest and I've been there five years at that point. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we're going out there. I even had tires slashed. Oh, really? Yeah, that's at the first one. Yeah, I had. Yeah, a, I had cool. a. Uh, you're gonna love this one. I had a Nissan, brand new Nissan '88 Nissan Desert Runner truck, and uh, it had 31 and a half on it. Which back then, you know, that was a pretty nice package. And it was red, white, and blue, and had a tire in the back. Well, they slashed all four tires around the vehicle, but they missed the one in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Thank goodness for insurance on that one. I'll say that because that was pretty expensive back then. Oh, I'm sure. Was. Yeah, so. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine as a, made, yeah as as an employer, you know, or excuse me, as an employee, not knowing when you get to go back to work. You know that I just don't know right. mentally that I think that would that would do something <laughs> to you as well. Well, I don't and know. There's always talk that. On the picket line, there's always talk. Well, what are these guys actually trying to get us? You know, the, the union people out there in the on the uh, on the table sitting there talking to the people. You don't know what conversations are really going on. Sure, yeah. And then as an so, as an employee too, you know, I, I'm sure there's probably division within the employees of you know, hey, we need to be going back to work, or we need to, you know, uh, we need to <laughs> continue to strike or strike longer or hold out for for more. Uh, so then you have kind of that division going on too. I think that would be tough. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're absolutely right there. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you know, and Delbert, just like you said, no one wins in these strikes or anything else from that part too. Uh, and I don't know what the time frame that I've heard different numbers out there too, of how much money the unions got set aside to pay these employees, but that's got to run out soon. I don't know if that's, I, I've heard anywhere from 11 days to 20 days to 30 days. I don't know what that might be, what they've got set aside, but well, and, and they don't get their full pay either. They only get a partial payment. I think ours was a hundred dollars a week hmm. when I was making, you know, probably 
let's see, probably four hundred dollars a week. So at that time, roughly, yeah, just keep it simple. But yeah, so you know, you're not you're getting a, a fourth of your pay if luck if you're lucky. I don't know how theirs is situated, but that's how ours was. Sure. So it, it's like you know they're not getting their full pay. That's all I'm saying there. Yep. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. So you know, and, and you know, going back to that. 40% for over four years. I think it is four years. Don't quote me on that. You can hear different things and stuff like that, too. <clears throat> right. But all that is going to do, everybody, is, is if we overpay for positions that are doing these jobs, we're just, it's just going to raise the price of the cars. And yep. uh, that's, that's much, where it usually goes. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's going to get interesting. I hope we can get these tracks and everybody back to work and get this economy moving again and get these uh, get this uh, supply chain was getting so close to being repaired and get it back under control and stuff like that too i mean we were starting to get cars back on the lot and everything else too we're starting to get some inventory that we haven't had for a couple years and uh i'm scared to death i hope we can keep these plants moving as much as we can or get and get the bronco and ranger plant back on track and get it back going so hopefully they're getting close get those get those chips working (laughs) yeah exactly exactly when they're sitting there on the lot so I, I will say this, um, we had as a, as a, my job requires us to have a vehicle and to tow a trailer. And we had a 2011 Ford F-350 dually, you know, diesel and all that. I don't remember the size any, but we had to turn it in with 13,000 miles on it. It ran perfect. And that's just one of the things after so many years, the government says, we got to get you a new vehicle. So we did. They, they, we had to turn it in Wednesday. And uh, my job is to take all the emergency lights off. And oh my God, is that a mess? That's another story, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, get it back to looking what it looked like when it was delivered to us 11 years ago. And I wasn't even here then. Um, but uh, so they give us a brand new 250. F-250, um, and usually government vehicles are either in white or in the blue for an Air Force. We got some bronze-looking color, which is an awesome color, but Jesus. Uh, but we didn't get the dually. You know, it's a 10,000-pound rated uh, load capacity, so it will tow our trailer with a six, 6.8-liter uh, trans, 6.8 10-speed transmission. So, I mean, it, it, it'll do it. It just seems like why did they give us such a lower end truck to to get our job done? But it's with the requirements that we have. Now. Can I can I tell you why, <laughs> Delbert? Why that happened? Because this dang supply yeah, chain we I'm, got I'm that's sure all they could get. That's all they yeah, could get I'm built and everything worried. else. No, here, this, just for an example, we we got I got a Super Duty sitting on my showroom floor. It's a brand new yeah, twenty three. Okay, brand new twenty three. <clears throat> the gentleman ordered this truck in September of 21 and it's just now getting it okay so that's where that's that saying, why you get in that truck time frame that we ordered this truck because they just the supply chain and what they can build and what they got and everything else too that's why you got what you got was because the supply chain is, is still not fixed and it's still not where it needs to be yeah we're yeah. happy with it but that, you know this is one of those things we're going to have this thing for 10 years at least and by the time we're done with it, because we just don't drive it very much, as you can see, in 11 years, we only put 13,000 miles on the other one. Sure. So if it stays on the base and, you know, gas engines aren't as forgiving when it comes to just uh, slow driving and slow idling and things like that as the diesels are. 
So I think we'll probably end up having more maintenance done in this one, but that's just my thought at the point at this point. Hopefully not, but yep. Well, okay, Delbert, as always. Very nice truck. So anybody looking for a truck, man, go get you a 250. They're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, they are. They are great trucks for sure. That is exactly for sure. So. Well, anyway, Delbert, I appreciate your comments, your question, uh, opinions. Uh, we need we need to get some more callers on here and give some more opinions like yes, Delbert's. Sir. And uh, Delbert, I can't thank you yes. enough for your opinions on the unions and what happens on both sides because that's what we have to do. We got to we got to hear all sides of the coin of what's going on with the strike and all that kind of stuff too. And I'm just so scared to death that the media is not giving us the truth, facts, and everything else that we want to hear from that part too. So, well, that and are they actually getting the truth, facts as well? I mean, that's the uh the tables are usually pretty tight nipped. They'll come back and give you bits and pieces, uh, but that's about it. So it's not always just the news media, but they're trying to fluff it up enough to give you, get your attention. So that's for sure. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You just, we got to hope that it just doesn't last very long. And then they come together. Cause even, even at 20%, that's a heck of a pay raise yeah. from what they're making now, you know? Yep. And they turned it down. But there's other things people have to remember. It's just not about the money. It's about the the um, benefits that are out there. The health care, the, you know, your dental, your medical, your uh, eyes and uh, uh, life insurance, things like that are all posted into those contracts. And, uh, you know, it's not just about pay. And I know a lot of people that don't have a union contract like that don't understand that so that's just the way of the beast (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep exactly so gentlemen also i'd like to tell you please don't send me anything this week (laughs) 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 i I know that's part of your policy but um if you can't give it to somebody else i can use it we'll do plenty (laughs) yeah we, we can do that Okay, well, let's get the phone ringing, right, everybody. Guys. Delbert, thanks again, buddy. Thanks, Have Delbert. a great weekend. Have a good one. Talk to you soon, right, buddy. Guys. Have a great, great day. You too. Bye bye. All right, let's get some more opinions going. 316 462 3673. Love to hear from you and everything else from that part. And uh, Julie Arnold is asking, do we have another Maverick on your lot yet? Boy, Julie, can't tell you how much of the supply chain and stuff like that. I'd love to have a whole flock of whole lines of Mavericks lined out here for you to walk in and pick your color, your uh, trim level, all that kind of stuff. But we're still on an order basis on the Maverick. Uh, I just, the demand for that truck is so huge. It's a great little truck, the 40 miles to gallon of the hybrid, all that kind of stuff. And they're still only being able to build us 35% of the hybrids. 65% of them have to be gas. We get uh, still. yeah, get a used one of those every once in a while, and it uh, it's gone. Talk about <laughs> talk about inflation, yeah, uh, yeah, from that part. So, Julie, if you really want a Maverick, come in, sit down with us. Let's put an order in the bank to why you get the exact color you want, the options you want, and everything else too, from that part. So, I wish I had some sitting here for you. There is one on the webpage right now. I just got through the loophole a little bit. It is sold as an order unit in for a customer. They're coming today to pick it up. Uh, from that part, so I did a little texting here when you sent your text in there too. From that part, so anyway, Rex, agree with you 100%. Get back to work, let's get this economy moving, let's get the supply chains fixed, let's get things happening from that part. So, anyway, Jeff Daniel, what's the racing update? Well, well, what, what do you got there? <laughs> okay, well, just so you all know, I'm sitting here this morning and I laid my head on my pillow this morning <laughs> at three. 56 is when I got to my home and put my head on my pillow this morning. So, you know, I'm still, I'm got up. 
I'm here and I'm ready to go and I don't feel bad yet, but I get yeah, hit the afternoon crash. Maybe yes. <laughs> anyway, we're headed back to Salina tonight again for night two of their, whatever they call it, the clash or whatever from that part. And uh, so let's give, I guess, Jeff, since you asked, I wasn't going to talk about it because I'm a little bit turked, a little bit, a Turk torqued, whatever you want to call it from that part. Uh, we didn't get on the racetrack last night till about one thirty to run our feature race. But let's back up to the heat race. Jake drew a 97 at 100, Josh. I tell you, we draw so terribly. Uh, what is race. with that? I don't know. I have no clue what he, that's about. Does he have to draw? Can somebody else draw for him? Well, I'll get to more better that. Okay. So he starts ninth in the heat race of, of back as he's number ninth in the, in the first heat uh-huh. race. And uh, we're in the new car and we're still trying to figure the new car out and everything else like that. But I will tell you, I think we got to figure it out. He took off from ninth and got to second. Yeah. If we had one more lap, I think he'd have got, he'd have won that heat race. But again, t- uh, eight laps, that's what have we got. So when he went up to. That's moving in eight laps. Yeah. So we came in to the pit area and what they do, they have spoons for the top three of each heat race or top four. So the top 12 are going to draw a number, just what it is. So he didn't draw. There was a, a little kid in the pit area down there. So he looked at, at her and said, hey, draw for me. She drew a three. <laughs> so we started. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, we started third. And uh, he took off and let it for a little bit. Had a caution. And took off again. And uh, Daryl, uh, Dakota Sproul, who's a good racer and a good friend of Jake's and stuff, they were battling up there for first and second. And third place decides that he wants to dive into three. And took Jake out with him and spun around, both of them. And Jake's left rear tire went down. So Jake drives through the infield over to us at the entry of pit four where the pit road starts. We changed his tire. Get him out just in time enough because the tire was down so low we couldn't get a jack under the car and everything else. I, I, I can't think. I don't know who all was helping us over there change that tire, but there was four or five guys helping us get that tire changed and stuff. Got it changed just in time enough for him to scream around the racetrack on the back of the field taking the green and takes off and he drives his butt off and we get her back to sixth place. So we're hooting hard because that's really a great, you know, coming back after diversity yep. and everything else like that to come back to sixth place. We're pulling out last night and uh, I said, hey, let's go ahead and get our pit money while we're here. Jake says, hey, we're coming back tomorrow. Let's worry about tomorrow. I said, no, just get it while we're here. So Jake's in the, in the line, comes back. He goes, you're not going to believe this, but they DNF'd us. I go, what? They DNF'd us because Jake didn't go around the racetrack, come back around in the pit, pit lane, and enter off the racetrack. Since he drove across the infield, they DNF'd him. Didn't say nothing to him. Let him go out and race Just the next 10. Race he raced, had 10 yeah. laps to go, and he raced 10 more laps for nothing. I noticed on the on the, on the the uh, my race pass, it wasn't moving. He was still sitting there. Oh, it's just a glitch. No big deal. That's where, you know, when, it, when the, all the cars got around, that's where he – no, they DNF'd him. Asked the question, I got told it was the rule of the racetrack. Never in my life have I heard of a rule like that, that you had to go back on the racetrack and come back around and enter in. Then I get there. Huh. Have all my years of racing. But if it's a rule, it's a rule. Yeah. But you know what I don't like about it? If that's your rule and that's what you're going to put in place when you have a driver's meeting, put it out there so everybody knows. If you get in a wreck and you come in the infield, you're DNF'd. You're yeah. disqualified. Don't tell after the fact. Don't let us go up to the pay window. Don't let us keep racing. You should have been on the race receiver telling Jake, hey, you're out. You're out, buddy. You need to get, yeah. you need to go. Okay. The guy that took him out coming in the third place, he tried to go back in, but he spot back. And they told him, oh, no, you go to the back. Well, he just went off the field because he was mad. At, but he's the one that caused the wreck. He, he stubbed his nose in there, shouldn't have put his nose where, where it should have been. But I just don't like the fact that after the fact, 
know, if the rule's a rule, okay, then tell him over the, you should have told him when he, when we come through the infield, I should have come over the speaker. So, okay, Jake, you're done. Yeah. Never heard that rule in my life. Never knew, understood it. I'm not going to rant. We're going yeah. back tonight. We're going to kick their, you know, what we're gonna do. <laughs> so, I'm, and just wait, I'm going to dial that car in so bad. And it is dialed in. So anyway, Jeff, that's the racing updates that happened to <laughs> team three J last night. Look out for tonight. And, uh, Hate to tell you, if I was that 30 car, I'd look out too. Jake's, Jake's a little bit torqued. A little bit torqued too. So, sure. Anyway, hey, let's get some more opinions going on. We only got a few minutes left on the show. Anything in the ail in your car, tires, brakes, batteries, anything in the automobile world, anything you want to talk about this strike, whatever. Delbert has some great t- comments and stuff too. But I still love your best one out here. Rex Stigaro says, get back let's, to work. Let's go to work. <laughs> let's go earn a living. Let's go deserve, Let's go earn what we deserve. Okay. Yep. And I agree with that. Those workers, I want you to earn and I want you to earn what you deserve, everything else. I do. I do. I do. I do. But let's get realistic. Let's get realistic on both sides of this deal. Let's get back to work. Let's do what's good for the economy. Let's do what's good for everybody. And let's stop hurting the, the end, end of the user. line. The and let's consumer. go back. You know, we yeah. talk about the parts side of that too, Josh. But let's take all these customers that got ordered units that are expecting their cars to be well, built, and, and now they're not. And they're just getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And especially when you're pick on the Bronco, which has already had such a black eye to get to market anyways and been through, you know, uh, so many trials and tribulations on on customers that have waited way too long to, to get that product anyway, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, anyway… Any other questions, comments whatsoever, let's get on the phone. 316-462-3673. Love to hear from you and uh, give you that great price package, right? Yep. The other thing I wanted to talk uh, about. I was, hope you're going to talk about what I think you're going to okay. talk about. Was this next week? It starts Monday and Monday. Uh, so no? it's Tuesday. Tuesday. But yeah. Yeah. That's where I was headed. Okay. Let it rip. So, let uh, it rip. Everybody, so, everybody listening because you're going to be excited about this. This is really cool. Yeah. So Tuesday starts uh, for... Uh, for us, a buy three, get one free on tires. So you got the 26th through the 30th. So if you are in a spot where you need some tires, or even if you're getting, uh, you're getting close, you need to, you need to be definitely taking advantage of this. So this is huge, man. The, you know, we talked a lot in the show just about, uh, consumer goods and how they've increased or the inflation on that stuff. And, uh, now's the opportunity to win one. Uh, for sure. So uh, it's going to be on on uh, around the wheel or um, Ford program tires. So it's not going to be every make and model, uh, but there is, you know, 16 different manufacturers that this would apply to uh, for sure. So it's a it's a huge deal. It really is a huge deal. And that uh, that last week we are going to be hoofing it trying to get uh, everybody taken care of. And so make sure that uh, you get on the stick and uh, get with us so that we're sure to have your make and model attire that you want uh, for your vehicle uh, available and then also that you have a, a appointment or a time slot to get that thing taken care of as well so it is going to be a huge huge deal for us and great for the consumer as well yes exactly so uh, buy three get one free exciting times i know we've been, been getting everybody ready for it and stuff like that too but it doesn't start till tuesday so yep, that's correct if you're even close to needing a set of tires this is the time to get it done and get some tires done and save some money and everything else too so you know especially this time of year i, I don't even want to say it but we're definitely coming up on fall and you know right around the corner is going to be inclement weather and stuff like that uh you definitely want to make sure you're going through that season with with good good tread on your tire on on your vehicle for sure exactly so um 
you know, Josh, we're coming right up on the end here and stuff like that too. And uh, no more callers, no more nothing. So what I kind of love about this, when you've been ready, we had to stay on here for, another, <laughs> stay on there for the full hour. We don't have to do that now yeah. to keep everybody entertained and stuff like that too. But uh, anyway, let's recap real quick. The new 24 Mustang is here. Come out and mm-hmm. check it out. Um, lots of exciting stuff coming here too. Uh, I do tell you, if you're looking for the Lightning or the Mach-E, and, you know, I had a statement put to me here the other day. We love our F-150s. We love our Super Duties, all that kind of stuff. For every Lightning that Ford sells, it gets them to be able to produce 10 more F-150s because of the cafe ratings and stuff out there, too. So if you can look at one of those or whatever, I'd love to help you with that. The Mach-E's are really starting to take off because we've got some stock now. Yeah, the availability uh, of it. So new Ranger is going to be here shortly. Everything else from that part, too. And uh, let's just hope this strike gets over. Let's get a happy meeting to everybody. Let's make this economy get going. Let's get this America working together. As Rex says, let's get back to work and get this strike over with. And uh, hopefully everything can kind of mellow out a little bit and cool off stuff, too. So hopefully we get close to getting this strike under control. But remember, Tuesday morning, if you need tires, yep. how, how long does it go for? Did you say? I've- yeah, it's the, the 30th. So Tuesday through Saturday. So it's only a six-day or, a, excuse me, a five-day uh, five day sale, which is, it's kind of crazy, but that's okay. We're, we're ready. Got the staffing, got the, got the, definitely got the inventory and stuff like that to get you, get you taken care of. So, well, as much as I got to say it, everybody have a great Saturday. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks Delbert for calling in on your comments and stuff like that too. Everybody have a great Saturday. Be safe, be fun. We'll talk to you next Saturday.